Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. This week, following on from last week, we are talking about the amazing Spider-Man duology, Ooh. Mark Webb's reboot of the franchise. My name is Tom yeah. and as always, Mark I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Webb, what a guy. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, John. Hey, sorry, I just left it that, Mark Webb, because it's just so... That's weird, isn't it? It's just a yeah, weird, weird coincidence. Yeah. You thought, mm, yes, I'll make a Spider-Man film and then not realising, oh, Oh, Webb, yes. Yes. He I'm was perfect. the perfect guy for the job. <laughs> yeah, director and everything. So that's why yeah. that's why they hired him. It wasn't because of 500 Days of Summer. It was because his name was Webb. And they were like, oh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this one was an interesting reboot because um, I didn't get to see the first Amazing Spider-Man in cinemas. But then okay. I saw the uh, second one in cinemas and I was like wow this is pretty cool like back then but now I mean I still love them but the second one was a bit all over mm. the place well let's because let, let, let's yeah. talk about the, yeah. the, 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 the let's talk about the the series as a whole to start off yes um and then so yeah, we'll the, go this, one by one yeah, yeah I, I, feel, I feel like this is definitely like it's it's so so different from what the Raimi films were. The tone is different. You can tell that it's made in the 2010s. I I I saw both of them at cinema. I remember seeing them both very specifically at the cinema. Um, so I feel like these ones hold like a lot of nostalgic value for me. Um, mm. And and I I think I think very positively about them. I'm not gonna lie. I know people hate them, and then literally a couple of weeks ago, when we had when we had um, our friend Joe from Heck Dog Films on talking about Eternals, and he was, you know, I I, I know he'll have a lot of thoughts about about what, what I'm about to say, but you know, I have a lot of positivity, um, you know, about these films, but obviously, I don't think they are without uh, problems. Uh, yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah. So as a whole, uh, as you said, it's it's got a different tone. Uh, a different story in that like um it, it holds to the characters motivations a lot different what mm. we've seen in uh before you know the spider-man films because we haven't really you know thought about you know the different stories of spider-man but i mean in the comics you have but this one you know was more experimental if i say you know yeah what they no, yeah it, it goes some really questionable routes um some that I think are real bad ideas, <laughs> honestly. Um, <laughs> should we get started with 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 the first amazing? Yes, Spider-Man let's film? go with the first one. Um, the first one just took on a really serious note. Well, sometimes it, mm. it, it did, but you know, with mm. um, with Uncle Ben. I mean, yeah, that's the core thing with you know the Spider-Man uh, thing. As I, as I said last week, you know, with Uncle Ben uh, being. The, the primary um, motivation for being Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes with great responsibility. But th- this this Uncle Ben um, just took it out, like fleshed it out a bit longer, just like for... <laughs> Your father believes something. He believes that if you could do good things and you had a moral ob- obligation to do those things, that's what's at stake here. Not choice, responsibility. Like, j- just say, like, this kind of begins the, tr- this begins the trend of them. Um... I don't know, I have an unwillingness to just kind of like address these things that were done so well in the original film. Like obviously in the MCU, we'll talk about this next week, but in the MCU, they, they, they haven't 
you know, dealt with any of these parts of his origin at all. And yeah. I think this film is at its best when it doesn't do the origin stuff. No, like, but I think I think yeah. as soon as you get kind of like Uncle Ben's death. Uh, after that point, then it begins to carve its own identity. Then we begin yeah. to see, I feel like that first, maybe what is it, like 30, 40 minutes, is very, it's just It's just kind of like, it's like what Raimi did, just not as well, you know? No, like, yeah. It, it, I think, I think, I understand why they did it. I understand they wanted to be like, oh yeah, this is a dark reboot. It's so much different. But I feel like, you know, it, it catches a lot of flack for doing like similar things. And I think that that's fair enough. I think that they... You don't want to start it on a on a on a on a bad note, but yeah, I think I think the opening of this film isn't the best, really. Yeah, the opening. Well, it 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 again. It just never crosses my mind what you know what happened to uh, Spiderman Spiderman's parents in this universe. You know, like <laughs> what? <laughs> well, in this one, um, Richard Parker. Yeah, he he was working oh, for yes. Oscar. Um. So, yeah, it it that's the one thing that we, it's really sad that we don't get to see the questionable stuff that happened with Richard Parker mm. while Spider-Man Two cancelled. Uh, the original Spider-Man yeah, Two cancelled. Right. So, yeah, and the yeah, second the... one. Well, the second one expands on that, but we'll talk about that. It, it does. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I yeah. think that is the part of of the the series. The the one element that I think was just a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, Honestly, it's just a like idea. why Spider Man? Why would you it do doesn't, that? Like it doesn't matter. There are questions about it, but nobody ever thought that was entwined with his identity. You know, it's the same mistake that they made in Star Wars with Rey. You don't need to know her identity. You don't need to know who her lineage is. It's not important. Exactly. In in the second film, obviously we'll get to it a bit later, but they reveal that the the spider bite. The spider, the DNA used Richard Parker's blood. So essentially, only Spider-Man or somebody else in his family could become, only Peter Parker, should I say, or someone else in his family could become Spider-Man because they have that blood. It's not about him being at the right, at the wrong place in the wrong time or the right place in the right time. It's not about just a, a stroke of luck or a coincidence. Now it's destiny that he should become, you know. And I feel like that's not what Spider-Man's about, you know. Oh. This, this element of the character, I don't think it works. Um, yeah. However, to, to 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 this film's credit, to the first film's credit, it doesn't. It it kind of introduces the parent thing, and then yeah. I think it uses it in an interesting way. The the thing the 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 plot line with Ben, and you know Peter having this kind of chip on his shoulder about having lost his father and not feeling like he has a father figure when all along he had Ben right there beside him. He had this man who you know he looked up to and and, and who he could see as a father. You know who he. In his final moments, you know, he slammed the door in his face and he yelled at before he got killed. You know, yeah. I think that that is really strong. And as I say, as soon as Ben dies, you get, I think you get so much good stuff in this film. They don't, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield. In my ah. opinion, my humble opinion, he is the best Peter Parker. He's the best Spider-Man. He is my favorite actor to take on the role. He is, I love him as an actor anyway, but like, I love his portrayal of the character. No, he's not optimistic and lighthearted. He's not goofy like like Tobey Maguire. He's not he's not that kind of like old romantic. He's more like what I would associate to be a real teenager. He's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, every kind. There's a quote from Mark Webber. He says that when you're when you're that age, every emotion is cataclysmic. And I think that that is very kind of um, 
it's an astute way of putting it really you know every, every kind of thing that Peter feels is so kind of overwhelming to him and you really understand that and I feel like you know especially as a reboot that wants to set itself apart from the Raimi films having this darker Peter who who feels the, the weight of emotion so much more and pushes people away you know I think that's some really strong stuff and I think it works really well in this film yeah yeah it just never crossed my mind about how good of a Peter Parker um Andrew Garfield was like mm. what he had you know as you said you got a chip in the shoulder um but he isn't really the best fireman but Peter Parker had that the embodiment and you know what the characterization yeah and mm. uh yeah I just never crossed my mind about that because I don't really rank well uh, not on the Spider-Man because I just thought uh, okay Toby McGuire is like the best Spider-Man yeah. but then thought about like the different characters I thought mm, okay that's that's interesting so y- yeah uh, but yeah after um, you know what you said about after um, Uncle Ben's death we see a, a lot of good stuff uh, from this film um, but yeah yeah uh, but the, the opening was just, it was just slow. It was just like nothing um, exciting, honestly, because the way, you know, with the second film, it opens up with uh, them in a plane mm. and then it never comes back to that. It never comes back to that. Like the first one, it never comes back to like a, a, a lot of stuff with, you know, what's happening uh, throughout the film. Like, oh, okay, he's, uh, he's, um, he's Spider-Man, but then it never crosses back to, you know, Richard Parker in Oscorp yeah. because that could be really interesting to see. But, well, it, it was you know, going it was to. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff cut from these films. Um, honestly, the the like the second one is less released, but obviously in the second one you've got you've got Mary Jane, you've got more stuff with Harry, you've got some you know various things. But in in the first one, the amount of stuff that they cut is. It's really astounding, really. Um, one of the things being they were gonna, you know, delve more into his parents, but because oh. of the first trailer, which marketed it as the untold story and marketed a lot about the parents, and obviously fans were upset about this, they kind of reshot and changed a lot of it. Um, I did, oh. uh, I did a uh, at the end of college, I did a a project about the Spider-Man films, um, and like you know how you know, how, how, the, how the business side of Sony kind of like, you know, impose themselves upon, you know, it's like we were saying last week of Spider-Man 3, you know, they made changes to the original vision and you get that a lot in, in, in these films. Um, you know, I, I think there's, 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 there's just so much that evidently they wanted to delve into, but it, it kind of falls short, you know? Um, uh, right. it, it's, it's a shame, really. I'd love to see the web cut of both of these films. Um, I think yeah. there's so much stronger stuff that we could get into um like let's let's talk about the let's talk about the lizard um yeah the lizard yes there's loads of stuff with him as well that you know would have made his you know character stronger but having said that i think he's a pretty strong villain yeah i agree like throughout the film you know you could see uh that he wanted to um you know get regenerate i don't know why it regenerates itself yeah yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's healing his uh, disability i guess yeah yeah and uh and that really throws him back him up with you know at the end he wanted to uh, use 
the uh, chemical to make everyone turn into a lizard at the yeah. end then say that he's weakness and you know that really you know reinforces him like he wanted to be um have, have his arm back so yeah he uh yeah yeah i thought he was a strong villain throughout the yeah. film there's, there's a lot of similarities to norman osborne yeah uh, in spider-man one you know this scientist who's kind of under pressure and ends up testing something on himself but you know i like that you know he feels he feels broken he doesn't feel like he can be whole similar that there are similarities between peter and and and, and um kurt um you know, Peter feels, you know, again, like he isn't whole without knowing what happened to his parents um, while he's kind of ignoring, you know, all the good that he can do. You know, when Uncle Ben dies, you have this, we'll talk about it a bit more later, but, you know, he goes kind of like on a revenge spree before realizing what he can do as a hero. Whereas, you know, Kurt goes down the other route and, you know, to try and regain what he sees like his full, like, you know, image, he becomes this monster Um when he could do loads of good as a scientist and he has been doing loads of good. One of my favorite things about the lizard is this final moment on the Oscott tower, Peter's falling and, and Kurt, you know, having transformed back grabs him and his arm starts to flake away because it's, you know, because the, the, the serum has been, has been done. So it begins to fall off and Peter's going to fall. And, and, and so Kurt, grabs Peter with his other arm, his human arm. He embraces his humanity after so long being consumed by this lizard persona. And I think that that, you know, is really strong. And there's, again, so much deleted stuff that would have made that more. He has a son. There is like the deleted scene where he talks to his son. You know, um, they they show the the mice having like grown up limbs back, you know, which kind of shows that he in, you know, and Peter follows him down the uh, sewers. And just kind yes. of stumbles upon his plan, which is a stupid scene. He just has his, his evil plan playing. Well, in the original cut, Peter finds Kurt having transformed back into himself um, and, 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 and persuades him to help. And, and, and Kurt takes him down. And then Kurt um, explains his plan to Peter, you know, and, and kind of like has a heart to heart with him. And then Kurt begins to transform into the lizard. And then Dr. Rather shows up. You know, the, the doctor who is um, like, uh, the CEO from Jurassic World. He is, uh, um, yeah, yeah, and and he kind of disappears in the film. But yeah. in this deleted scene, he comes back and 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 he he just he he um deals with the lizard and and he says and he's like Peter, why did the spider serum work on you and no one else? And then the lizard kills him and then escapes into New York. Like this whole like ten minute sequence was just cut from the film. Like what? Why? I have no idea. Why? But. It's so like there's so much stronger stuff in this deleted material, and it's, but I think that even though there is, there is still you know I think that some of the strong elements you know um, apply. I think the fight scenes with Lizard are amazing. I yeah I I think they're great. Yeah, the fight scenes with Lizard um, at the end, yeah yeah, and as mm. well in the series. So yeah, yeah, like honestly. Like the Mark Webb is so good at like shooting um, the action in this, and just the cinematography in general. These films have <laughs> these films have such such style. They use color and shadow. Like this film, especially uh, this film, is obviously a lot darker than the second film. It uses shadow so well, and you know, it has so much flair. And you know, I think the action scenes are just like just loads of fun. Um, 
I, I get the spider suit as well. I love this spider suit. Sure, it looks like a basketball and whatever, but you know, it's like an early suit for Spider-Man to wear, and I think it's really cool. Yeah. You know, seeing him make it, you know, like seeing him like printing out like the um the spider symbol and 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 trying to make the web shooters. I think it's really cool. Mm, yeah. And I thought, you know, it was a bit more uh is, I don't know, realistic, you, you know what I mean? Like, mm. with, like uh, with the symbols on uh, on the suit, it, I felt like it, it was more, you know, a woofer version of it, but like a grounded um, yeah. version of the suit. So I, like, I really like that. And uh, um, and so much of that energy is put into the, to the suit. But I mean, like in the, in the Wayne Mutual, you can see like um, some of the stuff, but there was like enough emotion for the suit but this one i thought with andrew garfield i thought there was like you know with a lot of um action within the suit i mean especially in emotion Spider-Man 2 you know uh yeah we'll get onto that we'll get onto that that one yeah that, i mean yeah, as, yeah. as much as I, as much as i praise the visuals for this film amazing Spider-Man 2 takes it to the next level um but, but yeah i i think that there's 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 so much of this film that it's not necessarily better than the Raimi stuff, because obviously, you know, the, especially in Spider-Man 2, the swinging and the action is better than it's ever been. But I think that it's different and it, and it carves its own identity in such a way that it's, it's just as cool, I think. Um, you know, yeah. in this film, again, I think this is chops up in the edit. There's like, but the first time that you see Spider-Man suit is this, this long take. Um, first person long take of spider-man running and then like he jumps onto um onto a onto a building and you see the reflection of his suit like coming into like the reflection of on, on the glass and i think that's a great shot but it's 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 chopped up it's a long take it was in the trailer but it was chopped up in the edit and it's so it's it's so annoying that that had to happen um but even so you know the swinging you know when he uh stops the car thief and then the police uh, chase after him and he's swinging yes. underneath the bridge. That was practical. They actually built like a New York street and they had a rig for the, for a stunt guy to swing. How cool is that? Where? <laughs> I know, right? That's amazing. Oh my exactly. God. Exactly. That's, that's incredible. And like, you know, so so many so many of the techniques used in the Raimi trilogy, like you know, sometimes that that trilogy has some shot, like you know, some kind of distracting CGI. This film does not. The lizard looks insanely good. You know, every time yeah. that like there's an action sequence or anything like where it's like CGI lizard, CGI Spider Man, I think it looks insane. It looks incredible. The textures they put on it, the detail. The, you know, the suit isn't clinging to his skin. You know, there's ripples in the suit where like wind is. It's so cool. Hmm. Yeah, I really like you know the CGI throughout the film was just like spectacular, <laughs> spectacular Spider Man uh, with um, <laughs> with lots of show. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember the TV show. Um, yeah. Brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Uh, with the CGI, I thought it was the next level. I thought there wasn't any trouble with it, and uh, with the lizard, I thought yeah, I agree with the lizard. It just looks insane. Uh, it's just like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought uh, throughout the film, Lizard was just like a really good uh, central villain. Because with the Spider-Man stuff, um, uh, well, 
Spider-Man 2 has suffered uh, suffered a lot of villains, but this one I thought, you know, it was like really good, grounded yeah. uh, villain that we, we mm-hmm. did see. And it was completely different. And, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Dark Ark or um, some crazy villain that you see, uh, like Green Goblin. Um, but I thought this one was just like a really good start to, you know, to understand, you know, Peter Parker's world with, with you know, with Oscorp and everything. And you don't really get to see a lot of um, Oscorp stuff with, you know, uh, in the Raimi trilogy. I mean, yeah, I don't mind about that. I don't mind. But this one, I thought, you know, it was really interesting to have that relationship between, you know, uh, Kurt and, you know, Peter Parker throughout the film. Yeah. You know, they're trying to do something throughout the film that had the same goal. But then, as you know, one, uh, he he heals himself, and then you know there's there's parallels you you can see with Spider-Man. You know he yeah. gets bitten, he gets powers, and then Kurt he 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 goes on the wrong path. So that's really good. I really like the parallels throughout the film. So yeah, yeah, I I agree. There's this like you know, there's this line where where Peter says to Gwen, "I have to stop him. I have to because I created him." You know this film doesn't forget that responsibility that peter has you know like so you know so often and this is this is like the big overarching thing you know he's gone to oscorp he's working with kurt you know who he feels like is more of a father figure you know you know he has this this science background and stuff and and he's forgetting about ben who's been there for him this whole time and you know they have a really good connection you know peter says to ben hey uncle ben you know you're a pretty good dad okay and and you know, then he then he loses him because he was selfish and because he was you know doing something to to fill this hole that that you know has already been filled. He just doesn't realize it yet. And I think that is, I I just think it's 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 so good. <laughs> I I don't I really don't know what else that you know the villain as you say. I think every single Spider-Man villain in all seven films um, is a victim. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. I think, you know, for example, Mysteria, we'll talk about it next week. Sometimes it really works, you know, Green Goblin, Doc Ock. And I think Lizard is one of those that, you know, he's a victim of just wanting to heal himself. And, you know, he's under pressure and he goes too far. But what I think I love about that is that he, as I said, he regains his humanity at the end. I think that's so important. Whatever they do with the villains in No Way Home, I hope they don't just have them be, you know, evil for the sake of evil i hope they remember that they are victims you know and that they are people who you know who spider-man taught empathy and you know who who taught to be better and they just need to remember that because it's so important in every single film Mm. yeah and you know how it works with you know the character development throughout this film and i thought it was well structured with you know what peter parker goes to and uh gwen stacy uh, that Gwen Stacy was, I can't. <laughs> well, oh, I, I I only watched the film, but uh, I thought the relationship between you know Peter and Gwen was, I don't know, was it? Exp- I, I I don't know. I was just I I, I watched the film uh, two days ago and I was like, oh okay, uh, with Gwen and Peter's. Oh yeah, and there's the relationship between uh, um and uh, Peter and his dad and his and her da- ah and her dad. As well, yes, yes, I completely I forgot about that. As well. <laughs> I was like really um amazed about how this film still hold, holds up, but um, yeah, you were I don't know amazed the at the amazing Spider Man. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, on honestly, Gwen, you know, I think 
a lot of people praise this film for Peter and Gwen, Gwen's relationship. Um, and, and yeah, I've heard critiques of it as well, but I think that it's incredible. Obviously, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone have electric chemistry, man. Like they do. They, yeah, come like on. they were dating in real life, like which is a weird curse of the Spider-Man films. Like first Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, then Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, and now you know um, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Like they've all dated and they've all played like romantic. That's Isn't weird. It's like the work and magic of Spider-Man or something. <laughs> like maybe the film, the magic like, of the spider. Oh my god, um, Spider-Man! You know, can't get can't get enough of that web. Um, but uh, I don't know what that was Mark Webb yeah Um, but (laughs) didn't make that joke okay carry on just move on just move on please don't get it ever happen please Um, don't explain Gwen Stacy I think is so strong she okay as I heard last week I love MJ uh, MJ in um, the Raimi films but she doesn't really do anything like proactive in the plot you know Mm, but Gwen is you know she's like helping out with like like you know making like the antidote and she's competent and like she helps like one of my favorite scenes is where peter like you know arrives in her room and and he's been like slashed to like pieces by the lizard and she just sits with him and you know like you know like cleans his wounds and you know she tells him you know this isn't your responsibility and he says no yes it is i have to stop him i think that is just that's spider-man that is spider-man right there you know you're Mm. sitting there with somebody and and at the end, you know, Captain Stacy is death. I, I think I think he's another great character who, you know, doesn't believe in Spider-Man. But then seeing who this person is, this kid, this kid who, you know, who has a good heart and he can see that he's had a good heart and, and he decides to trust him and fight with him. And his death at the end, I think, really hits hard. And I love mm. his speech, you know, you're going to make enemies. People are going to get hurt. And I want you to promise me one thing, leave Gwen out of it. And I love that he, that he does leave Gwen out of it. And the scene where he breaks up with her is amazing. The, the bit where he's, you know, where he's kind of like, oh, I'm actually, I'm going to be with you. And that's, mm. I mean, I feel like there should be more of a sense of, um, uh, like, consequence and a sense that he feels, um, I don't know, kind of like, you know, that, you know, his responsibility stops him from having what he wants. You know, very, very Spider-Man 2 kind of like, you know, am I not supposed to have what I want? That kind of thing. Uh, but I think that's very well uh, developed in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. But nonetheless, I think that stuff is, is it's just another really, really strong part of the film. This yeah. film nails what, you know, Peter with other people. I think every time that Peter, you know, his relationships with every single person is so well-defined. Peter and Aunt May, I think, is oh the amazing. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. Uh, I'm focusing on too many things at once. I because okay. I was. Uh, uh, no, wait. Relationship. Uh, 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 because the film has a lot of stuff to go through, and um, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I completely forgot about the relationship with Aunt May and uh, uh, Peter Parker. Oh my god! And this seventies things going through. Um, okay. Yeah, I thought the relationship between them was pretty strong you know you can see that throughout the, the film as well in the recent experiment too as well um mm. yeah and i thought you know it was more um you know grounded with 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 the way me well the way me stuff it was more a <laughs> little bit a yeah, little bit comical but I, I loved it it was like that you know old you know grandma with yeah with, with yeah. Aunt May, you know like fighting doc arc i mean she has the willpower to do that and like <laughs> yeah man uh 
but yeah i thought this one was like you know more emotional with um you know especially uncle ben uh killed in, in this in this yeah. film so yeah so yeah what what i love about uh, you know every every night peter you know peter comes back you know he's been beaten up and you know and and may you know she's struggling you know she doesn't have ben and 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 she's like what what you know what's going on and he's like you know go to sleep and she's like i can't sleep but you understand this is like you know this has been so difficult on me and you're just like you know you you're not like talking to me you know she needs her her nephew and unlike you know unlike toby this is a different spider and different peter he pushes her away he pushes everyone away and he you know he he gets consumed in the, in this idea of revenge but what i love so much is that at the end you know Peter comes back and he's beaten up once more, but he, you know, he gives mm. Aunt May the eggs, you know, symbol of, of, you know, of him, you know, he's going to be there for her and, he, and he's going to try and they hug. And I think it's so, and even at the end, you know, he breaks up with Gwen and, and she's like, you know, Peter Parker, if there's one thing you are, you're good, you know, mm. you know, like, I think that stuff is so strong. I think this is the best cast in any Spider-Man yeah. film. This is my favorite Uncle Ben. This is my favorite Aunt May. This is my favorite Peter Parker, favorite Gwen Stacy. You know, even Flash Thompson, the scene with Flash, you get like three main scenes, maybe four main scenes of Flash in the film. Uh, you know, obviously you've got the main kind of bully stuff um, and then Peter humiliates him. But one of my favorite scenes is where Peter just lost his uncle and Flash comes to him and he says, you know, and he's like, hey, Parker. And, 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 and Peter, like, you know, he strangles him against, against, the, against his locker and, 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 Fla and, and, and Flash is like, it feels better, doesn't it? You know, your uncle died and I'm sorry. And Peter, you know, like, you know, he just like hangs his head, you know, in pain. And at the end, they have found this um, understanding of each other. And, and, you know, Flash has got the, um, the Spider-Man t-shirt on and, and Peter's like, hey, nice t-shirt. And Flash is like, hey, you know, the dude's crazy. That's like... In the comics, you know, that is like one of the really cool things about Flash Thompson. He begins as a bully, but, you know, there is then empathy that is explored with him. And, um, you know, he becomes a friend to Peter, uh, as we see in um, Spider-Man Life Story. Um, oh, yeah. Still has that kind of chip on his shoulder when Flash goes uh -oh. to fight in Vietnam. Um, in in, the, in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, there's just so many times. Uh, and Raimi Trilogy didn't do it, and that's fine. Uh, we yet to see if the MCU trilogy will do it, but yeah, their, their interpretation of Flash definitely. Something. Yeah, um, Flash. But, yeah, Flash was like, really. Um, uh, yeah, I thought you know we, we, there's the problem as well. We don't get to see like a lot of like moments where you know uh, Spider-Man. Well, we did in in this one, like in uh, you know Spider-Man being bullied by Flash, and then mm. you know you can see that relationship you know, build up, you know, him not bullying um, Peter anymore. Like, you know, what you said about Spider-Man life, uh, life story. That Yeah, that one was pretty emotional, that one. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, I thought that was uh, another strong thing as well. Because I like how, you know, the film really takes from the comic book um, ideas of Spider-Man, you know, like the serious, it takes, it experiments with serious tone and, you know, combined with, you know, the um the energetic spider-man you know like a, a peter parker and then like what spider-man is like especially at the end when the, the city is helping him to fight against um the lizard you know when the yes. builders oh yeah oh. the builders yeah like they get the, they Fuck, get the cream. man uh, i love that scene so much 
the 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 journey that spider-man goes on you know he's out for revenge he isn't becoming spider-man because of a duty of responsibility for good he's doing it out of selfishness out of revenge but then you know when the lizard attacks the bridge and he saves that boy one of the best scenes in any spider-man films you know he, he saves the boy on, on the thing it's like you know put on my mask and give you powers and then he gives him back to his dad and and he and his dad says who are you he says i'm spider-man and it cuts this this beautiful shot of peter you know he you know in, in the darkness with this beam of light coming down of him as he looks at his mask you know spider-man is the beam of light in his life to give him something to fight for you know and, and he realizes this is my responsibility i'm not just here for revenge anymore i am here for you know people criti critique that spider-man is, is is out for the peter is out for revenge but that is just the beginning and what he learns is that he has this responsibility and that he can be good and i love it man and that comes back at the end all the good deeds that he does you know it comes back to that very first good deed helping that boy you know reunite reunite him with his father and the people of new york they come back to save him you know and and they line the cranes up so he can swing to oscar and it's brilliant you've got the amazing score by james horner again brilliant spider-man music and ah i love it man i really do yeah, it's great music as well oh the music that's the most memorable part of this film you know with the music and mm. like how it really builds, builds up with with um with the orchestra ah yeah especially the beginning of amazing spider-man ah Oh, yeah. Well, in Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2, they have Hans Zimmer doing the score. Um, Wait, what? Bruh, yeah, bruh, so, bruh. like, um, yeah, it's the weird trend that, um, like, okay, so um, Danny Elfman did a Batman score and then a Spider-Man score, and then Hans Zimmer did a Batman score and then a Spider-Man score, and then Michael nope. Giacchino did a Spider-Man score, and now he's doing the Batman score. <laughs> What? this weird kind of another weird <laughs> spider-man batman like it's like these weird trends that are now like coming out like so weird oh my god what the heck i'm i'm looking to like hans zimmer's like old music right now and there's a lot of stuff that i haven't realized that he's done well i, I knew that he did uh, kung fu panda but yes he, he did like um video games he did skylanders what no <laughs> that's cool what? No way. No way. He did Skylanders. That. Brilliant. No way. He did I have so much more respect for him. That's mad. No way. No, mad. No, what no, a guy. no way. No way. No way. No way. No way home. And he did Call of Duty. No way. Modern Warfare 2. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He, um, he, did, he, did, he did a couple for uh, video games for a while. Uh, it, it always, he it always even it, it, the boss baby. What? No way. <laughs> oh, that's that is just just a boss baby, you know, just a boss. Honestly, it makes me sad though because Hans Zimmer has done all this stuff and then he didn't do Justice League, and it makes me so sad. Like, he did the oh, boss baby and he didn't do Justice League. League. No. And oh, when we look at and when, we, and when you watch the Snyder Cut, you have to have like Junkie XL score, which isn't a bad score, but man, it goes too hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He exactly. Did he? He came yeah. back for Boss Baby 2. I love it. I love it. And just looking at like like No Time to Die, June. Oh yeah, No Time to Die. And, Brilliant. And then Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh my it. God. Um. Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. He did yes, that. he did do Dark Phoenix. One of the only good things about that film. 
great, 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 great. Gorgeous. I'm so sorry. Let's um, yeah. before we move on to Amazing Spider-Man two, we're gonna give Amazing Spider-Man out of ten. Um, I'm I'm feeling like a nine to it. Like Ooh, high, to, to high praise, high praise. Um, I'm going to go seven. Uh, so you know it's great. I I really love it. I just think that it it it, tr- it, ha- it struggles to carve its own identity, uh, especially at the beginning. And it's edited to shit. Honestly, this film is so over edited. I hate it. Um, you know, it's not uh, always a uh, problem, but I definitely think that you know, release uh, the web cut like hundred uh, percent. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight now because of what the editing. I just remember the editing it was. But this is one thing you know like in Gwen Dream. You know, you know, when Gwen is hiding from, um, from Lizard. Yes. And the music's going like, dun, dun, like, like really random. Oh, it was so annoying. Like, I don't oh, need the music to yeah. tell me when to be scared. Like, please, please, please. Uh, what? It, it Hans Zimmer just did Army of Thieves. Really? Yeah. God damn it, oh. Hans! Why you did Justice League? I'm so annoyed. Wait, I was so confused. How did he? This is this is amazing. Like he even how... did Wonder Woman '84 and didn't use the Wonder Woman theme like to its like best potential. However, he did use Beautiful Lie, and it was a it was it was amazing. Yes, Beautiful Lie. Um, let's mm. let let's let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man Two, shall we? Ah, uh, yeah, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, yes, yes. So, Spider-Man Two. Let me let me the tell Amazing you. Spider-Man Two. <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man Careful, two. careful. Uh, we'll have people the in the comments. Uh, I'm not trying to talk in Spider-Man 2. I'm going to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But listen, the first 10 minutes. Mm, yes, yes. Th- 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 listen, the opening, you know, when Spider-Man, you know, swinging through New York. Uh, oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> I thought you were going to say Spider-Man, Peter Parker's parents in the plane. No. Like, oh, no, yes, cinema. Mary and Richard we Parker. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. No, no when the no, film came no. out, Sony Sony released a video um, that said yeah, the IGN. opening ten minutes of the film. Yeah, oh yeah, IGN, that's right. Um, the opening ten minutes, and it, was, and it was just Peter Parker, like when he's fighting Rhino, not like the other bit. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, right? So the the way that um, uh, I well, IGN only had the video the for the first ten minutes of uh, of the Amazing Spider-Man two, and oh my god. It's got two hundred and five million views. What? For the first ten minutes of Spider-Man, listen, you wouldn't get that for anything else. Like for the for the thing, and this came out seven years. We ago. struggle, we struggle to make it past twenty views every week, and these guys are just cropping like two hundred million. Brilliant, I love it. Like, it, it it's still going strong, and like how the first ten minutes really made impact, but you know. Everybody's like, oh my god, this film's gonna be great. Like th- this came out before the film. Yeah, well, this, this is like yeah, for good reason, people like this. I think that this film's opening sequence is awesome. Um, you know, the the spider symbol, you know, going, you know, through and and, and you know the the amazing Hans Zimmer uh, score and him swinging through is brilliant, man. Yes. Like I, I think the the swinging the swinging <laughs> and the, the 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 action in this is amazing. If I just kind of jump to the end of the film, the final battle with Electro is 
cinema, man. It's so cinema. cool. I, re- I recently retweeted on, on Twitter, um, followers at Sound Film Pod, um, a clip of it. And I think it's so good, you know, the, the red of Spider-Man and the blue of Electro and they're swinging in and out and you've got like these slow motion shots like it's a Zack Snyder film or something. It's so cool. Like this, like it has so much more style than like, you know, the Spider-Man film since. And I miss that, you know, I feel like even though this film is riddled with problems, I think it, you know, I've written, you know, in my notes, I've, I, it has the highest highs and lowest lows of any Spider-Man films. I mean, maybe not as low as Far From Home, but still, you know, it, it, it tries to do so much and it's at war with itself. But when it does something well, God damn it, it does it amazingly. I think that this film, it's got some great moments and I will never apologize for that. It's got some amazing stuff um, and some not so amazing stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, where, should, where, should, where do you want to start, John? What do you want to talk about first? Um, well, I'm I'm highly praising, you know, the the, uh, the first ten minutes after parents that uh, that that Peter Parker's parents have been g- killed, <laughs> or quotation marks killed. Um, oh yeah, you know that. Um, you know, Richard Parker comes back in a deleted scene. Yeah, uh, I yeah. That. I was like, what That's the heck? So ridiculous! What's happening right now? I I mean, if they go along with that, like. <laughs> well, well, they cancelled Spider-Man 3 and Kevin Feige even made Sony cancel uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, based on Spider-Man 3 so yeah, he was like, nope nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, Kevin I mean, what Feige... was that about? yeah oh yeah, I, I have no idea um, I guess we'd see if they did release a web cut but Kevin Feige um, made notes on the film um, oh when, right you know when they had the Sony email leaks now there's there's so much man there's so much um uh in oh. these leaks they were going to do sinister six films going to do a black cat film they had plans for amazing spider-man three four and five you know they, they you know obviously they, they were doing do venom which they eventually did anyway um but yeah they had so many plans and kevin feige he sent them notes about amazing spider-man 2 being like you should cut this you should cut this you should cut this and everything that he put writes down is basically like the bad parts of the film. Like, they, I don't know why they didn't listen to him. He's like, cut the parent stuff, you know, like cut this scene, cut the, and it's like, yeah, that's the bad stuff in the film, man. Like, oh, wow. There's, I, I think this film is where you can see the parent stuff is so, like, it drags the film down so much, man. Like, yeah, oh my it God. It does. It does. Like, it, it just ruins like the whole mood of the film you know what i mean like yeah you know going through with spider-man but also like richard parker's like oh this one now with, with the, like the horrible audio like that's coming out from tv like oh, oh peter parker and, uh, a, <laughs> there is a train underground a secret train in which that, that is the most stupid thing i've ever seen a what secret is train. happening right now why why I, I just don't get it. Like, is there any relation to, to that train? No. It, it, <laughs> why hasn't the city of New York found the train? Like, why have they just left exactly. this abandoned why, subway? Why is station? it even there? Because every subway is used in New York. Like, mm-hmm. from Coney Island to uh, Brooklyn. Like, anywhere. Just, I, I don't know if that's correct or anything. <laughs> because, like, Coney Island could be next to Brooklyn. I don't know. But listen... That, like um how that is here. that is the most ridi- ridiculous thing i've seen in in the uh, spider-man films i mean well unless we're going to talk about the mcu uh spider-man 
Oh film. god. Next week. Uh, oh man. I'm I'm so have you have you rewatched them yet? I'm gonna rewatch them this week. Oh god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, please, gonna, right, watch me now talk everything about <laughs> Spider-Man. Watch me watch me now um positively talk about the amazing Spider-Man 2 before I trash the MCU ones next week. Uh, um I think I think yeah, Spider-Man train. 2. Yeah. Um the, the 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 train is dreadful. But having said that, um I think that Electro is almost good. Yes, almost Here's good. The thing. I, I agree with that. Like Jamie Foxx plays as uh, I've got his name, but I know Max it's Dillon. Electro. Max Dillon. Oh yeah. Oh that the whole, you know, really nice um tone, you know, with like Max. He's like, oh, he knows yeah. my name. Like that's yes, like right? a really proper uh, opening to like a villain, you know, like he's very jumpy about Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> An- another another amazing another amazing part of of the opening. You know, Peter saves this one guy. You know, and he says, you know, how do you know my name? He's like, you're right on the like, I'm a nobody. And it's like, no, you're not. You're a somebody. You know, like, you know, it, he gives him hope. And what I love about that is that Max, you know, is downtrodden by everyone. He's a nobody. He really is, and he's not seen by anyone because everyone are assholes. And he. And yet he, you know, Spider makes him feel like he's important just for just for a moment. And yes, they take it too far because Max is like obsessed with Spider-Man and he oh, like Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's like talking to himself. It's like, you like that Spidey? I like it a lot, Max. It's like a bit weird. Um, but then like his eventual turn yeah. to Electro, I think his motivations are stupid. <laughs> like yeah. Okay. So the 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 idea that he he that he gets angry because Spider Man forgot him. That's a good idea. You know, like Spider Man's yes. like, I don't know who you are, and Spider Man's like joking around with him, and Max is like, you don't know who I am. You made me feel special. You don't know who I am. Feel... Yeah. Uh, New York and say. Yeah. He's like he's like you don't know who I am. You made me feel special, and now you're just like you know you're treating me. You know you're you're just, you're just a, like you're a phony. Like you're not like. Like yeah, that that could be really good, but no. The reason why Max gets annoyed at Spider Man is because the the TV screens in Times Square show Spider Man instead of him. What? What? Sorry. <laughs> that is the worst. That, that is the worst Excuse way. Of, like showing like the motivation, but no, it's just him getting mad of not being popular. I don't know. <laughs> Is that the right thing or not? Like, what? It's, did, it's uh, really weird. And, like, he's, like, fighting uh, him in Times Square. But, mm. uh, like, back then, I didn't even realise what was going on. I was like, oh, you must be, like, really sad about, you know, yeah, Spider-Man. Right? But now, I'm like, eh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, hey. Because he's mad about, like, not showing a- it to Times Square. It's a eh? great, it's a great action sequence. In fairness, it's really cool. You know, Spider Man. You know, like his web shooters explode, and he's trying to catch police cars and save people from the metal. As Electro is like shooting lightning at him, and then like that's really cool. But the setup of it, it's just stupid. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. okay. Here's the thing. Like, th- you had like a really strong like way to have Electro hate Spider Man, but. He barely even cares about Spider-Man from then on. All he cares about is, you know, regaining the power in the city. You've got, like, a really good, like, motivation. And if he just wanted revenge on Spider-Man, that would be good. Like, if you want revenge on Spider-Man for making him feel like he was somebody, but he's actually nobody, and, you know, he wants to, you know, like, 
make him pay for that. That's that's a good idea. But they don't run with that. And he just becomes like this weird like machine with like like just like generic dialogue. He's like Steppenwolf in Justice League. Okay, he's not that bad. He's not as bad as Steppenwolf in Justice League. Oh no. Steppenwolf in, in Justice League is is the goat. He's awesome. But um like yeah, in just Electro is so, and his action scenes are incredible. As I've said, the Times Square action scene, the um, the one at the end in the uh, the power grid is is awesome. Uh, like just that stuff is it, it's it's excellent, but everything else is not really um, like as good. And he has so much potential. They just kind of ruin it. Uh, and yeah. how how is Electro weak to water? Shouldn't water make electricity more powerful? Like, wait. What? Like, what? Wait, 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 wait. If he, like, is, like, you know, uh, using that hose to, to shoot, uh, well, to wait, yeah. uh, that down, wouldn't Spider-Man be shocked? Uh, would, would be, like, electrocuted from that? Because the electrical current from that is going to pass yeah. through to the water, and then it's going to go on that. And, yeah. Uh, the exactly. Fire the firemen are gonna die from that. I, yeah, it, right. It, it, Water carries like you know can carry electric current, which is why like you know like power leaks against water is is so dangerous. I might be wrong about that. Let me go. I might be wrong can about that as well. Water but... carry an electric current. Okay. Okay. No, pure okay, so okay, so we're we're wrong about this actually. Pure water oh, doesn't stupid. conduct electricity by itself, it's the poor conductor of electricity. However, water contains charged ions and impurities that make it very good conductor of electricity. Oh, okay, so oh, so when it's not pure. So I think it oh, does it's not because, pure. because oh, it, so... it, it, it why would yeah, I, I think it I think it should. Um, because what water is pure, right? Uh, <laughs> um, we we but... might get dumb in the vi- in the video right now. Which like, <laughs> we ha- we haven't we forgot our GCSE science. It's like, eh. <laughs> mate, I hated science. <laughs> I, I'm not alive. Uh, but if anyone in the comments can tell us, like scientifically, like if this mm. like might be a plot hole or something, just just tell us right now. Just like, yeah, because yeah. in my opinion, he should be he should be powerful against water. Water shouldn't stop him. Um, but the, the thing that does stop him, I think, is really cool. Um, yes, I prefer it when a Spider-Man what villain the? is defeated using the power of empathy. You know, as I said, with, with, with Kurt oh, at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I prefer it when Spider-Man talks to them. Um, yeah. But, and that doesn't really happen here. But nonetheless, it's cool how they kill him. You know, they, they magnetize the web shooters and then they, 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 you know, they shoot it straight back at him. Cool action sequence, really. But yeah, yeah. Electro is... He does, he, it's it's so it's it's like Spider Man three. Electro doesn't get enough time to shine or do anything really. Um, I just say his his theme song is the weirdest cool thing ever. It's like an amazing theme that like you know it has like dubstep in it and it's really cool. But then there are these weird voices that are like whispering in the soundtrack and it's really really distracting. Like there'll be voices being like, he hates me. And it's like, why? Why do you just have music telling us how he feels instead of having the music literally speak? It's so strange. I don't know if you noticed it, but it's really jarring. Yeah, it is really strange. Uh oh, can, can I just talk about the soundtrack? Like do it. Uh, well, the score, like, and the soundtrack as well. Um, the one thing that I was really surprised is that um Kendrick Lamar 
and uh, who was who was it? Uh, who else? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is a rapper, and he did a song for the Thanks, film. John. I and that. I didn't realize. Um, yes, he did. Uh, doesn't he do like one in the end credits? Well, no, let me let me get the song. Uh, uh, and I only I only recently found out about this. Like when I was watching, I was like, oh okay. Oh, it's called "It's On Again," featuring uh, Alicia Keys and Kendrick Lamar, and it's a great oh, cool. opening to. And, oh, Hans Zimmer! I think Hans Zimmer also produced that as well. I think. Oh yeah, I, he's think, in I the... think they all had like, um, they all uh, had like a, a collaboration effort. Yeah, and that that you know, was one thing I was really surprised. So yeah, speaking about the Kendrick credits, Mar- I want to talk about the the real weird thing about this film, the post credit so- scene. Yes, the post-credit scene. But, but, <laughs> the, the most annoying thing about the post-credit scene is like, e, 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 how about we get all the Spider-Man? How about we get all these Sinister Six together? And then just like, hmm, yes. And that uh, Peter Parker's dad in the deleted scene, like there, but. Hey, whoa, that? whoa, that's the end of the film. You're not, you're not remembering the, the post-credit scene, man. The what post-credit, post-credit scene. scene was it then? It's a clip from the- X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, that! <laughs> it's I the weirdest now. thing. Here, here it is. I don't Mark, Webb, Mark Webb was going to um, direct X-Men Days of Future Past, um, but he backed out of a contract to do that. So they said, okay, well, because you're doing Amazing Spider-Man, put a clip of X-Men into um, Amazing Spider-Man 2. So they did. They put it into the post credit scene, and it's a clip of Days of Future Past where Mystique goes to Vietnam to save the... Um, the people um it's just weird in a spider-man i remember 2014 it was my birthday and i went out with my friends to watch amazing spider-man we came out we were like oh my god amazing spider-man is gonna cross over with 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 x-men oh cool it didn't happen no we all thought what? it didn't I it's so weird get, i just don't get it what was the marketing like for that like at, at no point whatsoever like it's most, it might be the most confusing thing that they ever did. Like it's yeah. no relation to Spider-Man in this own universe. It's nothing to do like with uh, this is Sony Marvel, then showing Fox Marvel. I just realized I just realized we never gave a spoiler warning. Oh well. Oh wow. Well. Oh, People well. have seen the film um, already. And yeah, of course they have. Like, oh my god, guys, you spoiled the film. <laughs> I mean, you 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 set up again ah. and yeah, and then angry. Well, you know what? People are watching the Spider-Man films again because of No Way Home, and I'm and I'm talking to people who. So this is one person um, uh, at my university who's never seen a Spider-Man film other than the t- Tom Holland ones. And what? Like, a couple a couple of days what? ago, she was like, "Yeah, right." A couple of days ago, she was like, "Oh, I watched the Andrew Garfield ones. They're amazing." And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> watch oh, the Tobey Maguire ones now, yeah. now. Yes, watch the watch what the, the good doing? ones. Um, um, but does she but, know? You, does she know that we have this podcast? Maybe I don't know. Like I don't know, but she might be hearing this and like, oh, well, I, mean, I tell everyone. I tell it. everyone about I'm, it. I'm, I'm trying like, to watch oh, the podcast. Please, please follow me. Please, uh, please, guys, please. We're so broke. We need some subscribers. Um, but... Somebody comment. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's so like... weird. this 2014 is such a weird year. It's a really good year for superhero films. So there were no DC films, unfortunately. But this this year had X Men: Days of Future Past, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Amazing Spider Man Two. 
Amazing Spider-Man Two is definitely the 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 outlier in that. But that's three incredible comic book movies. Like amazing. Days of Future Past one of my that's absolute amazing. favorites. Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing. One Soldier is amazing. Just a just a cracking year, really. Just a cracking year. Absolutely awesome. Um, mm. but but yeah, let's now talk about Harry Harry Osborn. Oh, oh <laughs> Green Goblin himself. Oh. oh. Um, um. Okay. Okay. Can I just say something that I please. didn't like? How it wasn't focused on, you know. Um, it, it, like you know, in the Wii trilogy, it was more focused on you know the first film with you know Green Goblin, uh, aka um, Norman Osmond, yeah, or, 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 ah, Norman Osborn, and like how... Norman Osmond, <laughs> it's me, Norman Osmond. I can't even I say it. it right. I'm so sorry, uh, Osmond. Okay, uh, with Norman, you know, in the film. Osborne. Osborne. Right, okay. With Norman Osborne, like, in the first film, he was, like, um, a really good character. Like, you know, that mm. was really shown through with, you know, Peter and, and Spider-Man. You know, like, the strongest villain. But this, what what the heck? What the, what the hell is this? Like, it's a, it's, it's a strange thing. You know, why, he doesn't why get, is it he focused doesn't get... on Harry? Why is it focused on Harry rather than Nos- Norman? Like, well, okay. Here, here's the thing, though. Interestingly, in the comics, Harry was Green Goblin for you know has been Green Goblin in what? the past, and it can be done really well. Again, spectacular Spider-Man, one of the best oh. Spider-Man things on oh. screen you'll oh. ever see. Yeah. But yeah, they 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 do, they do that plotline and it's great. Um, but I think here it just the thing is is that I think that Harry's introduction with peter when he meets peter i think it's a really strong scene you get immediately like you get this um you get a really good uh a sense that they are friends you know i 100 believe that they are and i think that it's really strong um however from then um like it's harry just becomes all about wanting to cure himself wanting to save himself and he just becomes so one note not layered you don't really see the fear you see more anger within him you know, he talks about how he wants Spider-Man's blood because Spider-Man can self-heal. Excuse me, what? what? Spider-Man's what? not Wolverine. When could he self-heal? Like, yeah, maybe he's got like he's got more strength than other people, but he can't. Right, whatever. Point being, the he just becomes one note, and then at the end when he comes back as Green Goblin, he's only in it for like three minutes as Green Goblin, and it's it's stupid. He hates Peter because he didn't give him his blood for good reason. You know, like it's just. Yeah, I don't think Green Goblin's very well done in this film. Again, they should have focused on one villain and one villain only, but I guess they really wanted to do the death of Gwen Stacy storyline. Um, um, so, it it yeah. doesn't work because with this... Um, okay, if you're taking out Rhino, if you're taking out Electro and focus <laughs> on Green Goblin... <laughs> Rhino. <laughs> Rhino. He's in this film too. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Rhino, yeah, I completely forgot Rhino. Uh, but anyway, if you're taking out Rhino, the, the angry Russian dude, uh, he was in a truck in the beginning of the film and comes back yeah. at the end of the film. Yeah, uh, he does. And gets hit by, uh, we don't know what happens next. So <laughs> we don't know. Oh. And then we've got, we got Electro, who isn't really a well-developed 
villain in this one. I mean, you can with Max Dillian, but not really. But this will be a really, like, really good um, follow up to, you know, the, the thing is uh, in Oscorp, but what they're doing and, you know, with Richard Parker and as well with uh, Norman Osborn, you know, like, you can see the relationship between Richard and Norman in, in this one, like how, how did it go all wrong? You know, what were they doing? Yeah. But no, it's just Harry just like complaining on about like he wants <laughs> Spider-Man's blood just to heal and like, you know, maybe, you know, not get this disease that is hereditary. And, you know, and, and he's like, oh, please give me, please, please give me the blood. Yeah. And then Here, here's, and, here's and, the thing. St- stick with an idea, you know, is this film a, a film about Spider-Man Electro? Is it a film about Spider-Man and Gwen? Is it a film about Green Goblin? Is it a film about Sinister Six? Is it a film about Peter Parker and his parents? Come up with an idea and stick to it. It's doing so much, and so much of it is very clearly done so they can do various things in the future. Um, but saying that, I think the heart and soul and the, the, the best part of this film it's Peter and Gwen. Are you kidding me? I love it. You know, yeah, Peter feels guilt great. over what he promised her father and he has to break up with her, but he's still hung up over her because he loves her. They try to be friends. And you get, you know, you, you get you get more of Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, you know, this amazing chemistry. And they have this relationship that builds up and, and you know, she's she's going to Oxford and she's she's moving forward with her life. And then he chooses her. There's this brilliant scene where where he he, he makes out webs, I love you. And he you know, takes her onto a bridge and he says, if you're going to, if you know, you, you are, you know, everything to me. And if you're going to London, then I'm coming with you you know beautiful music as well and 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 that comes you know and you know Peter feels real consequences from that Gwen Stacy's death is amazing um yeah can, can I just slow yeah, yeah go go yeah uh you know it's it's a very powerful um moment you know like we haven't I mean, we haven't even seen something that is more powerful in like in in the Spider-Man like I mean with with Harry's death in the Raimi trilogy, or with yeah. Ben's death in mm-hmm. in this one, these are really sad moments. But if you can have like really powerful moments that really change Spider-Man, you know, as a whole. But like you know, as he goes through, this is like the first you know ultimate death that you know second death that you know he goes through, and this is Gwen yeah. Stacy, the one that he loved like to for a long time. And you know, in the comic, that is also. Um, you know, well done. You know, it's it's well done. You know, developed on screen, and I really like that. And you know, the moment where you know the the web that like is like hand to that, like yes. giving that last hope. Uh, yeah, desperately yeah. trying to reach for for her, and it's beautiful. It's slow. The music is kind of like winding back, like the clock. You know, it makes Green Goblin's inclusion in this worth it. You know. You've got a decent enough fight where, you know, Gwen is like, you know, in danger constantly. But that final moment and, you know, she's, you know, she smacks onto the floor and, and, you know, Peter, you know, Andrew Garfield's performance. It's amazing. He screams in pain, you know, you know, yelling for her. Deleted scene. Peter was going to then beat the Green Goblin up. Like he was going to beat the Green Goblin almost to death out of pain and anger. That would have been amazing, but- What? That was also shown in the comic as well. Yes, exactly. That's one of the things in the comic. When Gwen Stacy oh, dies, he tries- Oh, you kidding me, bro. Oh, bro, yeah. bro, however, bro. However, I do like that they keep the emotions. I think the, fu- the last 10 minutes of film is so powerful. You know, Peter, he's at the, um, he's at the grave, 
you know, he feels so, so extremely, um, you know, guilty and, and sad that he's lost the woman that he loves so deeply, so dearly. And, and then like, you know, picking himself back up again, you know, it's something that Aunt May says to him. Again, Peter and Aunt May in this film is great. They have a really good relationship, you know, and, and Aunt May, you know, reminds him that, you know, that there is the, 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 you know, that it's important, you know, with his parents, he kind of learns the same lesson that he doesn't need to fill the hole. He can just like have good things, you know, with, with um, the people who he's got in his lives and not like with his parents who doesn't know. But still, um, you know, Aunt May says to him, you know, she's boxing up Ben's stuff and she, and, and, and Peter's like, you're boxing his stuff away. And she's like, oh, he's like, you're throwing it away. And she's like, no, no, I couldn't do that. I just putting it in boxes. And every time I do, I feel a bit lighter, you know, I'm understanding that he's gone and I'm kind of like, you know, letting myself move on a little bit. And Peter does that. He listens to Gwen's speech from, from the graduation that was so long ago. And yes, it's essentially the same as Amazing Spider-Man 1, where he listens to a speech from somebody who's dead, but it's a beautiful moment. It really is. Oh, and the speech. Mm. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it is, you know, it's about like, you know, living forever and, and you know how like life, you know, life is short and then you got to make the most of it. Ama- amazing music, you know, by Hans Zimmer as Peter looks at his Spider-Man mask and knows what he must do. And then one of the best Spider-Man moments that makes me like so like tear jerking when the kid stands in front of the rhino, you know, in his Spider-Man outfit and, and, Spider- and behind him, Spider-Man says, hey, Spider-Man. And he's like, thanks for sticking up for me. You're the bravest kid I've ever seen. Go help your mom. I'll deal with this jerk. And then like everyone's cheering because Spider-Man's back and he, he gets uh. the um, he gets the megaphone. He's like, on behalf of the fine folk of New York City and real rhinos everywhere, I ask you to put your mechanized claws in the air. And and then he, he throws it like there's no place like home. And he runs at him. And obviously he's got the great and and you and, and you know it's slow motion. You've got the beautiful um Spider-Man theme scene, and he whips past the camera and cuts to credits. I think it's amazing amazing honestly as i said the highest highs of any spider-man film it makes me so giddy I, I i love it man and yes they didn't show the full fight but who cares it's so cool yeah i thought that was i mean and back then when i was like watching that scene i was like oh yeah we're getting into it now we're getting like you know fighting you know uh, spider-man fighting against rhino and then it cuts to Gwyneth. i was like sitting i was like huh? <laughs> what <laughs> what i demand more but then Spider-Man to be cancelled. Bam! You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh nowhere. Just like, oh wow. But Kevin Feige. But why? Why did you? Oh, Andrew Garfield should have been the Spider-Man in the MCU. Honestly, yeah. it what? would have been amazing. Why? why? I just we'll talk about why. Oh, why. We'll talk about it next week. But honestly, I'm really happy we're seeing him again. You know, if you listen to like a lot of interviews of Andrew Garfield, he talks about how much oh, right. those films broke him, you know. Right. This, wanted to do a good Spider-Man. And- Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man must be redeemed. I'm sorry, but like mm-hmm. the thing that, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 was like suffering through with like so many villains and so many plot yeah. points that was happening at the same time. And Spider-Man 3 could have like cleared the, all, the whole thing up in the very, you know, somber but beautiful way you know what he's it wouldn't (laughs) let's be honest right now it wouldn't have done that it would have been more set up like let's be honest right now apparently um yeah apparently it was going to be sinister six and peter was gonna get a serum that he could use to resurrect gwen and captain stacy what which is literally the stupidest thing i've ever heard why no no you you can't okay I'm glad that but let's say let's say that they did do amazing spider-man 3 and it was somber and reflective and you know 
you know, it's about Spider-Man getting back out there and getting back on his feet. That would have been amazing. It really would have. Um, no, Sinister Six and resurrecting. Oh my god! When when Mister Fierce goes through the um, he goes through the basement and it's got all the suits. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Where's Doc Ock there? Doc Ock. <laughs> Do, do you know about the deletes? It's, it's not even mentioned. It's not even mentioned. Like do you, Doc Ock. Do you know? Do you know what else was there? Like the the, the deleted things. Tell me. <laughs> the Venom symbiote was going to be there, right? In the little ball, <laughs> right? And the best one, the best one, Norman Osborn's severed head. <laughs> why? Obviously, to make him the Green Goblin at some point. I don't know why, but it's just severed oh, head. Yeah. It's baffling, but thankfully it's only like two seconds. Like honestly, like you know, Mister Fierce, it's like one, it's like one shot. It's not even yes. like that big of a deal, but it is stupid. You know, I can agree with that. Um, there's a there's a really good montage in this fi- in, in this film where oh, yeah, you know oh. the one where, where where Peter's going through and he's like being Spider Man over the months. You know, like he's yes. opening his wardrobe and he's covered in like blue blue liquid and he's got like yeah. a fish and he got and... cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cold. Great sequence. You know, like, and, and you, you get, like, to hear the the, the, uh, the the city. Some people hate him. Some people love him. You get Max Dillon. He's like, you know, oh, you know, Spider-Man saved my life. And, you know, like, you know, he's a friend of mine. That's really powerful. And if this film was just about Spider-Man going from day to day, you know, throughout his day-to-day life, you know, struggling with, like, the emotions, and maybe you have, like, Electro as, like, a main villain, it would have been great. And it really could have been great. And I'm really upset that it wasn't. But no. having said that, I don't think it's entirely worthless. I think it's got some amazing things. And I think there is as much good as there is bad. Um, yeah, do you have anything else to say before we give our final scores? Um, uh, wow, this this uh, this amazing experiment too was um, um, a mess. But there's a lot of stuff that I love, like Gwen Stacy's um, relationship between, you know, with, Parker, uh, with Peter Parker, um, the whole thing with setup you know especially her death as well um like that was really powerful that one and yeah. uh the first 10 minutes apart from the plane you know with Aaron <laughs> with that we, we we don't talk about that we talk about the best 10 minutes what is there to say it's just like it's just a stupid scene the the parent stuff is just ridiculous I, we haven't talked about that i mean that is just like so bad like what mm. they're trying to set up there like Oh no, we have some data that you know has some mm-hmm. Oscorp stuff, and then quick, we're gonna go quick, get my Sony laptop. I need to upload it to the secret train underground on my Sony laptop. Oh, it's stupid. Uh, while in the Honestly. airplane, but no, no, no. Why are they? Why? Why are they? Why is he upload uploading the data on oh, an airplane? I don't even know. It's stupid. It, it's it's really the uh, the, uh, the uh, one thing that, that I, I, like I wholeheartedly hate thing about to think this. About, like. Oh my god! Yeah, it really right. is. It's it's, it's right. ridiculous. Um, I didn't want to talk about the pain that. <laughs> that the film okay, all right. Good. Well, you can give it out of ten. Give me a give me a final score. Five. I agree, hundred percent. Fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's the worst Spider-Man film we talked about so far. However, I think it's it's got a lot of good in it, and it's got bad in it as well. I think it's it's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Um, and in my opinion. It only goes downhill from here, baby. Uh, we'll be doing, uh, we'll doing, we'll doing the Spider-Man MCU films next week. And 
just a side note, if anyone is interested, there is a fan edit online called The Parker Look, which edits together Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and is really, really strong. The opening, right, it edits together the beginning of the film, you know, with, with you know, the amazing sequence where he's chasing Rhino, and the end of the film, like a montage of Peter just going through his day-to-day life. And the and and the, the oh, and and you know, it, it happens with um Peter, like you know, he swings the grate and then it cuts to the grad to the graduation. They use the ending of the film as the beginning. It's really clever, honestly. Um oh, wow. I haven't watched it all yet, but I've watched the first half an hour of it. Um, and it's it's really cool. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, fan edits are really always really fun, and yeah, I think it 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 reignites a lot of the emotions that Mark Webb was going for over the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not really looking forward to watch the MCU again because <laughs> Homecoming. Well, you must. Uh, Homecoming. Yeah. So next week we are going to and- talk. Well, let, let's let's we'll we'll use this as an opportunity to do our outro. Um, next week we're going to talk about MC Spider-Man, so we're going to do Homecoming and Far From Home, and we'll also talk about Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame just the Spider-Man bits um, you know, similar to what we did to Black Widow, and then two weeks, John, two weeks talk about No Way Home, baby yeah No Way Home, is it the same director as, is it, was it, is it the same director who, yeah, John Watts, yeah it is I booked my tickets. Okay, uh, I'm gonna watch the films <laughs> and um, see Cry. what went wrong. I'm gonna see what yeah. went wrong again. Well, hey, um, you know, I don't like those films, and and we'll talk about it next week. But even so, I'm still really excited for um, No Way Home, and I booked my tickets on Wednesday the fifteenth. I'm going to a super screen showing. I'm really excited. It's gonna be great. I, I need to watch. I haven't got the tickets for it. I need to get them. <laughs> Dude, you got to get them before they sell out because, like, they're really, really popular. Okay. I mean, the one here, uh, the, the, the cinema here, they weren't, yeah. you know. Yeah. Were they? Hey, Is it? It might be. It might be. I, I, I booked my tickets one hour after they came live. Cinema was already half. Half, well, like, well, I didn't know they were coming online. I thought, uh, yeah, they came. They they, they came um, available on. Monday. I didn't get notified. I didn't get notified though. Oh, I should have told you. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, we'll <laughs> talk about you know, MC Spider-Man films next week. Um, oh, no way home the week after Hawkeye the week after that, and then we'll take a break from Marvel and we'll talk about the Matrix Resurrections. Ah, yes, the whole the Hawkeye show. I need to yes. watch that though. Yes, I've watched the first two. I haven't watched episode three yet. Uh, first, first two, can I can I can I say the first episode was great? Episode two was fine. Episode two one was great. I really liked it. Oh, okay. I'll I'll watch. Oh, and I I'll talk about well if we can talk about weekly viewing ever again. The last jewel. <laughs> I watched the last jewel. Yes, uh, I watched the last. We're not going to do weekly viewing this week. We've already talked long enough. But I did watch um the I did watch um the last jewel yesterday. It's good. It's cinema. Just a shame that I was I was on my no. phone the whole time. Ridley Scott, you little shit. <laughs> uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, Ridley Scott. I don't know what. Ridley Scott. Ridley more Scott. like Ridley Skit. Wow, John, you're very um. Uh, I keep, He's on it with I the comedy why. today, I folks. I don't know. Okay, uh, thank you for listening today. Um, we enjoy talking about the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. And, I can't um, wait for all those comments. 
telling us oh, why boy. we are so very oh, wrong. Oh boy, uh, everyone is going to be like, um, <laughs> oh my How god, dare you they, like they, these films? Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 is so good. It's cinema. More than Scorsese, you can even see this film. Glasses <laughs> on or something like that. Or you, know, get, you know Martin Scorsese? He actually didn't wear glasses. And then he watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 and his eyes set on fire. So now he has glasses so he can see. It's a true fact. It's a true it's fact. True fact. It's because yeah. we give facts out. <laughs> you, heard, um, you heard it here first, kids. Um, and, I hope no uh, kids listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, be vaccinated as well if you're going to the cinema because you know the uh, no way home. Omnicrom's yeah. coming for you, kids. It, it's going to be like Omni Man, but worse. Okay, <laughs> it, it's yeah. going to be like it, it, he's going to be like you know think everyone think you know what yeah. we're going to do. Wear your masks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do and, it. Uh, social distance, please, because we want to have these mm. cinemas open and get yeah. vaccinated. What the what what are you doing? What are you right doing? Now? Um, on. And on a happier note, happy holidays. Uh, it's December. Happy holidays. So happy holidays to everybody celebrating, uh, whatever you're celebrating. Uh, uh, whatever you're celebrating, ha- happy Hanukkah or happy uh, Xmas or any- anything that you- you're Xmas. celebrating. I don't know. <laughs> Xmas but- is Christmas for the X-Men. Let's go. Um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe one day we'll talk about Christmas films or something like that, um, but we don't have any space in our schedule. We're literally, you know, we've got... Um, we're all full until the end of the year. I know we'll do the best films of 2021. I'm excited for that one. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, all right. And, of course, if you enjoyed this video, give it a like or don't. Give it a dislike because you can't see it anymore. So we, will, we won't know how many people disliked it. Um, oh, no, oh, you do, actually. Um, oh, yeah. We can, we can, we can see who, who disliked it, but nobody else can. Um, because, so uh, nobody, well, will, you, <laughs> nobody will know. Uh, it's done a very stupid uh, job to, you know, get rid of dislikes. Because it's we can't idea. find out if the video is good enough. And it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Uh, and especially that they were really uh, hurt about, you know, the YouTube rewinds. You know, the yeah. YouTube rewind stuff. Well, now, were, now YouTube you know, rewind has like one million likes. And they don't even, they just ignore the five million dislikes. Uh, the 19 million dislikes. And the 19? Fuck, yeah, that's insane. Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. It, it was so bad. And everyone was like, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Like, we, we don't care. And the, the guy who works for YouTube, he said, oh, so now we've seen people who are uh, being really mean to uh, content creators. Like, what? Who? who, who Excuse who, me. Who, who, everyone, everyone has always been mean to content creators. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah, it is. But, like, with the dislikes, they're saying, oh, it's like a game. It's like a game to, you know, use these dislikes. It's like no it's not it's just to find out if the video is good or not and like what what they're gonna do with it and but now they just really hurt about dislikes it's gonna be like 1984 but no but um yeah but wonder woman 1984 uh, like the video uh, yes comment uh, tell us tell us what your thoughts on the amazing spider-man films are you know um Subscribe if you want to see more. We did the, the Raimi films last week. We're doing, as I said, doing the MCU films next week. And we've got loads of other Marvel contents and Spider-Man content and just stuff from like latest films. We did Ghostbusters, we did Eternals, we did, we did Dune. We've got some great stuff there. Um, and throw us an email as well if you want to ask us any questions or, you know, if you want something that you want us to reply to, we will definitely reply to that uh, on the podcast itself. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram um, to hear my thoughts on various things or to see all of our thumbnails because uh yeah we we have them on instagram so yeah i think that's everything yeah that's everything yeah uh thank you for listening yes no way home matrix yes
Um, yes. Yes. The right. King's Man, apparently. Oh. That's happening. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.